Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name is Ray Heron, flying solo for this episode. Thank you very much for joining me. Very shortly, we're going to bring you Boris Mihalovic's story on the Triumph Rocket 3, the brand new one. Man, it's a machine. But first, just want to remind you, the GS Rally 2020 is happening in Wairarapa this year. It is happening on November 6th and 7th. And it is your chance to come and join us for 330 kilometers of road, tarmac and gravel. Now, it is the BMW GS Rally, but all motorcycles are welcome. Uh, Of course, style points if you uh, own a GS bike. For more information on this event and entry details, you can go to facebook.com forward slash GS Rally NZ. That's G-S-R-A-L-L-Y-E-N-Z. And uh, all the details are up there. Get amongst it. Now though, Boris Mihalovic's story from Volume 1 of May 2020, Kiwi Rider magazine. Check it out at kiwirider.co.nz. Missile of Grandeur, the Triumph Rocket 3. Once in a while, the world produces a motorcycle that is unlike any other motorcycle ever made. Astride that motorcycle, one feels supremely magnificent, like a Dothraki blood rider coursing into battle. Or maybe that's just me. Anyway, the bike then instantly becomes an unforgettable and indomitable pinnacle of motorcycle design, which can only be admired and desired, but not copied. And it cannot be copied because it copies another plane of motorcycling altogether, a wild lunatic plane of incomprehensible torque figures that look like a misprint. This is the second time Triumph has done something like this. The first time was when it created the original and previously impossible to conceive of Triumph Rocket 3, a 2.3 litre motorcycle carved up from the deep bedrock of torque, massive and elemental, with a road presence others could only envy, but that rode and handled rings around other massive bikes, and some smaller ones as well. That was back in 2004. Now, in 2020, the bedrock of torque turns out to be deeper than we ever imagined. Triumph have doubled down. Hell, it's actually gone all in and produced another rocket, the all-new 2.5-litre Rocket 3. And things will never be the same again. Forget everything you think you know about powerful motorbikes. Nothing you have ever ridden can ever compare to the Rocket 3. It's science, bitches. It's simple numerals. And they never lie. There is nothing you can buy right now, off the shelf, that produces these numbers. There's very little you could buy in terms of aftermarket performance parts that would deliver these kinds of numbers either. And if you tried, the cost would be ruinous and the result unrideable. At 2,500 RPM, the new Rocket 3 is Tyson punching 200 Newton meters into the road as it hurdles its way up to 221 Newton meters at 4,000 RPM. And at 4,000 RPM, in top, you're doing 178 kilometers per hour. And there's still 3,000 revs to go until redline. Think about that for a sec. Try and comprehend that number and at what revs it's being produced. Quite suddenly, everything feels like it's breathlessly panting to try and keep up. 
No Harley is even in the game. Indian cannot compete either. The only two bikes that kind of feel like they could mount a challenge are Ducati's Diavo and Yamaha's VMAX. But even then, they don't make those numbers in the rev range where it counts. And in the Rocket's case, that's right off idle. This is grunt like you've never imagined it. Inconceivable grunt that is available everywhere all the time. And I'm not overstating that. I thought everyone else was overstating it when I was looking at the online stuff from overseas. Piss off, I thought. How's anyone going to make 221 newton metres work on the road? It can't work. Bloor's gone mad, and it's just chasing numbers to impress girls or something. And then I was graced with an invite to the Australian press launch. Two days later, I got off the Rocket 3, and I have spent some time between then and now working out how I was going to write this review when no one actually has any terms of reference. The Rocket 3 is something quite unique, as the press launch revealed. There was a bunch of rockets, both the GT and the R versions, parked outside where the Australian Motorcycle Press Corps was tucking into its brunch. I'd inhaled my prosciutto and cheese and rushed out to behold the monster I had only ever seen online. The bike looks and is quite different to the old Rocket 3, which was a gargantuan act of barbaric motorcycle brutality, like a massive warhammer. The new Rocket 3 is a sword. A big two-handed one for sure, but it now slices rather than bludgeons. It lets its engine do all the talking, both in terms of performance and styling. Rather than making that huge slab-sided alloy lump just part of the whole King Kong exercise like the original, everything around the donk has now been tidied and integrated to highlight one of the most brilliant motorcycle engines ever made. A triumph of styling. The bike itself is far more modern and homogenous a totally complete and thought-out new design exercise. It's sleeker. It's sharper. Its build quality is through the roof and a massive 40 goddamn kilos lighter. The aluminium frame is half the weight of the old unit. The engine is 18 kgs lighter, while the whole drivetrain has been Jenny Craig'd by 32 kgs. It's got some really high-end tech in it. All eyes are of course on that beastly menhir of an engine. It is no longer the indifferently piped steampunk stove it once was. The curve of those gorgeous pipes as they exit that monolithic motor is spot on. The barbaric brutality aesthetic of the old rocket has been beautifully transformed into something more sleekly modern, but still menacingly broad-shouldered. Cliff, Triumph's in-house technical Yoda, came up with me as I stared in a weird rapture at this new offering. You know what you need to do, he whispered. Speak, I whispered back. I will immediately do what needs doing. You need to redline it in second, third and fourth. My stupid grin was not lost on Cliff. Seriously, he noted. Oh, I know you're not joking, I replied. So I did just that during the launch, a few times, just to make sure of, um, stuff. Ladies, please understand that horsepower is a wondrous thing, but torque, well, torque is God. And redlining the rocket in those gears is feeling his hand propelling you at the horizon with such ferocious intent 
you'll be holding your breath and slitting your eyes. It's revelatory and smooth. Sure, you'll feel a bit of a thrum when the revs start to climb over 5,500, but that just adds to the experience rather than detracting from it. Pay attention, America. Around corners, the Rocket 3 is a far better proposition than its previous incarnation. The weight shredding and geometry deliver solid cornering backed by pretty decent ground clearance. It doesn't steer fast. Did you expect it to? But it steers true and so much better than the old one and certainly better than anything produced in the USA. The gear change is slick and shaft drive is the right and proper thing on a bike like this. It is quite the buffed up and modern drivetrain package. The front suspension feels far more planted than the old one, hardly a surprise, and once I got Cliff to dial up the preload on the rear top spec fully adjustable shower with its sexy little piggyback booster, it was pretty good. So good, only the Diavel can play with it in the bends. The riding position of the R made it my preferred iteration. The GT in its lower seat, 750mm, is all cruiser, feet forward and arms relaxed and it's certainly more disposed to, uh, cruising, I guess. The R, with its 773mm seat, is a very different ergonomic proposition. Its more aggressive riding posture lends itself to a more spirited interpretation of the Motor Traffic Act. You can cruise on it, but why would you? Both seats are rather good at keeping you comfortable on longer hauls. However, your pillion? She might want to be a more petite model if you're going to be speaking at the end of the day. Baked in quality. Triumph has also clearly decided its flagship monster will offer owners a level of finish that is quite amazing. This is one highly polished product, from the way the pillion pegs fold invisibly into the bike to the tiltable and fully hectic TFT dash to the clean, internally wired handlebars. This is a quality motorcycle. Just look at the Superbike spec Stylema Brembos at the front and the brilliant radial mounted four piston jobby on the 300mm rear rotor, which is, rightly so, the best rear brake on any bike ever made. Clever touches abound, you can adjust the foot pegs on either model and even fit the R's mid controls to the GT or vice versa. There's a Bluetooth system, yes it's finally here, which will give you turn-by-turn navigation on the dash, and you can also run your phone and control your GoPro camera, that's a thing now apparently, via the handlebar controls. You also get hill hold control, a USB port under the seat, cruise control, top end lean angle sensitive ABS, and there's a range of more than 50 Triumph aftermarket goodies, heated handlebar grips, standard on the GT, tyre pressure sensors, bling, and a bunch of luggage options because you'll struggle to strap anything to the stock models. I love the old Rocket 3. Beside the new Rocket 3, it's dust. Some people will buy it just to relish the expression on people's faces when they're told it's a 2.5 litre motorcycle. It's worth the price of admission just for that experience alone. Other people with fire in their hearts and a screaming license in their pants will buy the Rocket 3 because it is a brilliant and unique motorcycle. The pinnacle of the engineer's craft as it were. Polished, potent and pleasurable at a level few if any bikes like this can hope to approach. Quite simply, awe-inspiring. 
There you have it. Boris Mihalovic's words on the battle axe. Triumph Rocket 3. For specs, pictures and the full story, check out Kiwi Rider Magazine, Volume 1, from May 2020. Go to kiwirider.co.nz. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray here, and thank you very much for joining me for this. And do check out our other show on this channel called High Beam. It's a series in association with BMW Motorrad New Zealand. We are celebrating 40 years of GS motorcycles and, of course, looking forward to the GS Rally 2020 in Wairarapa, happening in November the 6th and 7th. 330 kilometres of gravel and tar seal. Come and join us. All bikes welcome. Style points if you ride a GS bike. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with a riding buddy of yours. Thank you very much for joining us. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. I've been Ray. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on and we'll catch you in seven days time.